Hey guys, welcome to number 122 ever episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. I am Chase Coburn, and today we are back with another episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. And the Wizards are going to be facing off against the Chicago Bulls in 28 minutes as I am recording this episode. They head to Chicago, and we all know what happened in the last time these two teams met up. So we're just going to preview that game between the Wizards and the Bulls, and um, cannot wait for that to start. As to me, you know, I need the Ravens to win. That's the most important game of the weekend for me, but this one is obviously a very important game for the Wizards. And so, yeah, we'll just preview everything that can happen in this game. Hope you guys do enjoy this episode. If you do, subscribe, follow, share, review. We are now at 2,000. Uh, I think it's 340 views. Really been getting a lot of views this week. I really do appreciate it. We are so close to 100 views this week. And this week has only been around for three days. And we're not even halfway through the week. And we're almost at 100 views. So let's continue and continue to have this success. So please, again, subscribe, follow, share, view. So we can continue to get more views. Since we, we're doing 8,760 views in the year 2022. And if we continue to have, um, you know, we're, if we continue to have time to re-put up, you know, view marks, like, you know, 100 a week or whatever, we could hit that mark. So, please, again, subscribe, follow, share, view, so we can hit that mark. But there is a lot to break down this game, as there always is for every game that I talk about for the Wizards. So, we're going to get into this right now, and it's going to start off with the injuries. Thomas Bryant, he's still out recovering from that ECL injury. And Davis Fertons is out. He has a mid-foot sprain on uh, his, his left foot, so... He got injured in the middle of last game. We're not sure his timeline. He is out for the game. Anthony Gill, Ruby Hachimura, Montres Harrell, Brian Wanamaker, and Tremont Waters are also out due to health and safety protocol. For the Bulls, Alex Caruso is out to health and safety protocol. Tyler Cook is out with a left ankle sprain. Javante Green is out with a right adductor strain. And Patrick Williams is out with a left wrist ligament tear. So a lot of interesting injuries there that, that we did have to break down, and obviously some guys in health and safety protocol. But to be honest, everybody, it seems like, is in health and safety protocol with how big of this COVID stretch we are having with the numbers getting so much higher. But let's move on to starting lineup for the Wizards. It's Spencer Dimwitty, Brady Bielka, Davis Coldwell, Kyle Kuzma, and Daniel Gafford. Bulls, Chicago Bulls, it's Alonzo Ball, Zach Lapine, Derek Jones Jr., DeMar DeRozan, and Nikola Vucevic. I'm sorry. I, I, you know, I, I have my cool voice, uh, and that was it. But very interesting in this game. Spencer Dimwitty is coming back for the Wizards, and so is Lonzo Ball. Both of those guys did not play on Saturday when the Bulls defeated the Wizards on a buzzer beater, and the Wizards had to deal with the same pain against the Rockets, which if you guys do want to see a recap for that, along with all-star predictions and reacting to the 10-day contract of Greg Monroe, you can please check that out. And by the way, I did want to mention something there that I did forget. I mentioned in my preview with Matthew Heiserman, I said that it looks like the Wizards are going to sign Greg Monroe. I didn't want to make a big deal out of it, but my sources were telling me already two days before that Greg Monroe was going to be a Washington Wizard. So I just want to let you guys know that I did already know that. I know I reacted to it kind of late, but I already did know. I just kind of needed the time you know, to, to recap that. But moving on to my prediction, I have a very, very high-scoring game. Wizards 132, Bulls 130, starting with the Coburn catch. I think the Wizards will win because of how they almost beat the Bulls on Saturday, guiding the ball in the paint. The Wizards outscored the Bulls 
72 to 30 in the paint that game, and that will continue. I think the Wizards could put up around that mark again because of the guys they have coming back. Howell Neto came back last game and did a great job driving to the paint and getting others involved in the paint as well. Aaron Holiday is returning, and most of his points come from either the mid range or the paint. And Spencer Dimity is returning, and he is top 25 in assists per game. He is great at finding anyone in the paint. So, I think those guys coming back will definitely impact this game. The Bulls will keep it close by shooting at a much better rate than the Wizards. And the fact that the the Bulls haven't played since Monday, they have a four-day break. But in the long end, Washington's paint advantage will be too much for Chicago to handle. And Washington will come away with a comeback win in Chicago. Moving on to spread time. Wizards plus five and a half, Bulls minus five and a half, over under two hundred twenty-four and a half. I would pick the Wizards and I would pick the over. I do have two hundred and sixty-two points. I know it's a lot of points, but that is what I have overall in this game. Uh, my spread, I would have Wizards plus two and a half, Bulls minus two and a half, over under two hundred thirty-five and a half. I would pick the over and I would pick the Wizards because yes, they have two hundred sixty-two points in the game. I don't think if I put 262 and a half that anyone is going to pick the over on that game. Who thinks it's going to be more than 262 points? So that that would be a little bit of a disadvantage. If that makes sense for a betting company, so I would put 235 and a half. Moving on to fantasy outlook. I have Bradley Beal getting 50 to 55 fantasy points. I have DeMar DeRozan getting 45 to 50 fantasy points. I have Zach Levine getting 35 to 40 fantasy points. And I have Spencer Dimity coming back from health and safety protocol. Hasn't played in a while. Uh, I think he's going to put up 30 to 35 points. I do want to let you know the reasons why. Again, I think Beal... I mean, we saw what Beal did against Chicago last time. At a career high in assists. I think Beal will just find a way to get the job done. I think he's going to put up... Um, when we just look at... Uh, fantasy points. I think the reason why uh, Beal will put up those amount of points is because I think the guys he has coming back. Like I think if Dimwitty wasn't coming back, I might have put Beal down to forty-five to fifty, and I think he's going to get those extra five or ten points or so because of the other team having to worry about Dimwitty. I know Dimwitty was kind of cold going in before he had health and safety protocol. But I expect a big stretch now from Spencer Dimity coming back. I think maybe the rest is what he needed. And so I think Spencer Dimity, they having to, um, you know, contain Spencer Dimity, his passing ability, his scoring ability, his ability to drive in the paint. Now that's going to be a huge factor, and that's going to open up more opportunities for Beal. I mentioned in my recap, um, or I'm sorry, in my uh, in my um All Star predictions in, in in the episode where I did recap with the Rockets game. I talked about how Zach Levine is more the guy that has the ball. He's more the guy that scores. And DeMar DeRozan is more the off-ball player. Well, obviously, I mean, DeRozan got the ball in general, but you know what I mean. You guys know what I mean when I, when I was talking about that episode. It was that, in general, Zach Levine is the guy with the ball. In general, during the game, Zach Levine is the guy who won't take the shot. But it's just like during some moment where you want uh, DeRozan. In this game, I think it's going to be the opposite. I think since they know DeRozan had a great game against Washington and they didn't use him a lot, I think they're going to continue to now use him more and more. And I think that would be a coaching error. And I think West Hunter Jr. will take advantage of that. I think they're going to guard Zach Levine well. And something I do think the Wizards need to do in this game, if Zach Levine or DeMar DeRozan have the ball in the fourth quarter, send up a double team. Send up a double team. And now that you have faster guys coming back and more experienced guys coming back, you could take more of a risk of double teaming them. If it's the fourth quarter... Um, with like uh, it's like uh, three minutes left, it's a close game in the fourth quarter. You should double team DeMar DeRozan or double team Zach Levine when they have the ball at all times. Now, force 
threes. Like Derek Jones Jr., for example. Like Derek Jones Jr. is a great as a good basketball player. Don't get me wrong, but I think they'd rather him take the three than DeMar DeRozan or Zach Levine. And I think that's got to be the mindset when you look at the Wizards. And I think getting faster guys and they weren't good at switching, right? When they just had a, a little bit of bad players, but now that they're getting those players back, I think it would be great for the Wizards to send a double team on DeRozan and Levine. They do not do good on double teams, so I think they could maybe force a couple turnovers. And the Bulls' ball movement is not the same as the Wizards, and so the Wizards can also win ball movement. And so I just think that they're going to be getting the ball to DeRozan much more because I think the Wizards will start off double teaming Levine a lot. And so I just think DeRozan in general is going to be taking up the shots more than Levine will. And usually the, the player, when you look at two pretty even players between DeRozan and Levine, the player that takes more shots is going to be the player that makes more shots which will get more fantasy points. But I still do think Levine will put up a decent amount of fantasy points for himself, 35 to 40. And then Dinwiddie, again, I think the rest is all he needed. Um, I think Dinwiddie brings a factor to the team where he could fit into any system, any time of the game, he could come in and he could play good ball. And that's something really important when you look at, at different games. So I think Dinwiddie's going to come in. I think Lonzo Ball is going to struggle on him because Lonzo Ball is really good at guarding the three-point shot or at guarding one specific thing. Right? If he knows a players are on a, really good at threes or really good at driving to the paint, he'll guard that one skill. Dinwiddie is kind of above average on everything. He's great on some things. And above average on like everything else, he doesn't really have a bad quality. So I think it's going to be tougher for Alonzo Ball, a very quality defender like Alonzo Ball, to guard him. And I think that'll be one of the reasons why Spencer Dinwiddie thrives in this game. And I do have a good 30 to 35 fantasy points. However, I would not be surprised to see Beal running a lot of the point guard minutes today. I just think Dinwiddie's a talented player. We'll get him the ball a lot, especially if he continues to succeed on Alonzo, which I do think Alonzo will guard Dinwiddie. And I think like DeRozan or Levine Bogart Beal. And I, I do think uh, Dimity can take advantage of that matchup. Moving on to what punctuation do you put on that percentage? I'm going to give an exclamation point. I did give it Chicago a 64.6 chance of winning according to ESPN. It's way too high. Way too high. I understand the Wizards lost to a 11-win Rockets team, but they're going to get Two more players, Dimity and Eric Holiday, who are very quality players, off the health and safety protocol list. Sure, the Bulls will gain Lonzo back, but the teams are pretty even, kind of like what I said in their last matchup. I think it should be 54-46 or 53-47 in favor of Chicago, but not 64.6 to 35.4. I think giving the Bulls that much of a percentage is very unrealistic considering what we saw from the Wizards the last time these two teams played, and also knowing that the Wizards are gaining a lot of their players back. They're going to have better chemistry. And, yes, the Bulls, again, are gaining Lonzo back. But I think you also got to look at matchups. And, like I said, Lonzo doesn't match up well against Spencer Dimity when we look at the two main players coming back. So, I think that will be the difference. Also, Aaron Holiday could bring a bench spark plug that they're not really thinking about. So, I, I disagree for sure uh, with that percentage. And I would give it, again, around a 54-46. 53-47, still in favor of Chicago, but just – Definitely not the high, as high of a margin as, as they're saying. And last but not least, who you got? The who you got player of the game to me. I think the best player in the game will be Bradley Beal on the board tonight. The last time he faced Chicago, he had 27 points and a career-high 17 assists. Beal could continue his success passing the ball and lead the Wizards to a victory. I think his stat line will look something like 34 points, 11 assists, 2 rebounds, 2 steals, 1 block, 
43% of the field. I think Beal down the stretch in a close game like this is going to be taking a lot of shots. So the field goal percentage will be tough for him. However, he will also show that playmaking ability, double-digit assists. And in a game where the Wizards put up 132 points, someone's got to score the points. And so not only will Beal put up a good game, Getting all those points, he will also get the points for himself, 34, which would be uh, one of his highs, you know, just when you look at his recent games. And I think the two rebounds, I just think when we look at Daniel Gafford, right, I think they might use Greg Monroe more. I think they're going to play some more 10-day con- uh, contract. I think they're going to spread out uh, the lineup is what I'm saying. And Beal won't have to do as much. Beal's getting a lot of rebounds. Beal had to do everything because they were missing so many guys. But Beal won't have to fight for all those rebounds anymore since it was gaining more depth back, and he can actually save some energy for late-game moments. And that's why I still think he can put up 34-11-2. and two. two steals because I do think that, again, he can, again, I think he'll be one of the players that is on the double team with either DeRozan or Levine because if he has to drop back he's one of the fastest players in the court if not the fastest player in the court so he does a very good job at switching and so I think he could get a couple steals in there while he is double teaming so I think two steals is realistic and one block I just think in general late in games I think it's going to be a very high scoring first half second half will be a little more lower scoring and I do think Bill eventually will get a block in there and then I mentioned how his field goal percentage will happen But that is going to do it for today's episode. I know there was a pretty long preview, but there's just a lot to break down when you look at this game. And who knows? Will the Wizards win? Will they not? I think they really need a win now that after the Rockets lost, they have dropped down to the 19 Eastern Conference. Do want to let you guys know, though, I gave my All-Star predictions. That's something I want to do. I'm going to give my midway uh, season basically recap and what they could do upcoming for the Wizards to get even better. So I'm going to wait till around the 40th game. So whatever happened in the 41st game might not come into a factor, but tonight will be the Wizards 39th game. So coming up in the next five episodes or so, you're going to see grades for all positions, grades for coaching, top 10 players on the Wizards, what the Wizards need to do to improve and those kind of stuff through the halfway point of the season. And also just, I mean, yeah, please listen to my last episode. We talked about Bradley Beal's controversial foul call. And I posted a question for you guys about that. We talked about All-Star Game. Talk about a lot of cool things here on Wiz Talk with Chase. So please subscribe, follow, share, and view. Enjoy the game tonight. And, of course, as always, I'll see you next time. Peace.